Hey new mama, I remember being in your shoes and feeling so overwhelmed. I was battling mom guilt, trying to do it all, struggling to transition into working mom life, and just wished there was a place to go that would provide me clear guidance with simple, quick, easy solutions for the problems I was facing. Hey, I'm Lauren Francois and I created it for you. Welcome to the Mom Hacks Podcast, where in each episode I will provide you with a simple tactical hack in self-care, health, and wellness, mom life solutions solutions to simplify motherhood and even productivity, goal setting, and habit creation to make your transition back into the workspace that much smoother. Welcome to the show, Naptime Warrior. Now let's dig into today's episode. Hey, 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 you guys. We are fresh off of our trip from Disney World. So I thought it would be fun to do a little recap for you because I've been getting a lot of questions on social media on how the trip went, what I would recommend, how the kids were, etc. So I'm going to walk you through our entire trip today and give you my tips for traveling and doing Disney World with two toddlers. (laughs) So as I record this episode and while we were at Disney World, my son was four years old and my daughter was two and a half years old and COVID is still a thing. COVID is still going on. So we had to do masks the entire time we were there. There was social distancing. And I'm going to talk about how all of that went and how some of it actually worked in our favor. So let's start off with talking about flights. As I mentioned, I have a four-year-old and a -a two-and-a-half-year-old. Our flight to Florida and our flight from Florida back home, we live in Wisconsin, we had two flights. A shorter flight that was about a half hour and then a longer like three-ish hour flight. Both on the way there and on the way back, our flights were early in the morning. So on the way there, our flight left at like 6 a.m., And on the way back, our flight left from Florida at like 8 a.m., which means in both cases, we were up very early. I know sometimes you think like, should I get up early with little kids and do an early flight or should I do a later flight? In this case, with the ages of our kids, early flights actually worked really, really well because my daughter, who's the younger one, who's two and a half, slept on the longer flights (laughs) and that is always a good thing when a two and a half year old sleeps for like two hours out of a three hour three hour flight so for us early flights worked really well and it was really nice to get there at like noon on Saturday the day we arrived because we got to our hotel by like three o'clock we were able to go swimming and just get settled in before our first day at the park and then on the way home We got home by like 2 p.m., which was nice. Again, we flew on a Saturday. There's an extra tip. I love flying on Saturdays. So we left on a Saturday, came back on a Saturday. I would prefer to come back on a Friday or a Saturday and give myself a full day at home before the start of a week to get everything back to normal and organized and kind of put together before diving into a week. So there's just an extra little tip. But I would recommend morning flights. I felt like the morning flights worked out really well for us. My second tip is 
do a Disney package. So we did a package that included our park tickets, it included our hotel, and with that, we got to use the Disney Magical Express, which is their transportation to and from the airport. This was so nice because we didn't have to get a rental car, we didn't have to worry about parking at the hotel or at the parks, driving to the parks. We didn't actually have to bring any sort of car seats. And it was really nice to just get off the plane, grab our luggage, go to where this Disney Magical Express was. It's these big coach buses and just be able to get on the bus. And they drove us to the hotel. And then a couple days before we came home, we got a little note on our door telling us what time we needed to catch the bus to make our flight home and it just was seamless so i would recommend a disney package and using the disney magical express we stayed at the animal kingdom lodge kidani village so there are tons of different resort hotels that you can stay at at disney world i love animal kingdom it's one of my favorite parks my kids love animals. This place was so cool. So the Animal Kingdom Lodge actually has two different areas. It has the Jumbo House, which is like the bigger lodge, and then it has Kidani Village. Right now, as I speak, Kidani Village is pretty much fully open, and there were quite a few people there. It felt full. The Jumbo House was very, very quiet. <laughs> so they don't have much open there again it depends on when you're listening to this if COVID is no longer a thing i'm sure that'll be fully open again but we stayed at the kidani village and it's so cool because they have like a savanna um at the hotel so from your room you can see different animals so like from our room we could see all these different kinds of african animals you could see zebras and giraffes and these huge cattle and these really cool pigs and uh, ostriches there were ostriches we could see from our balcony and so it was just such a cool experience to wake up every morning and walk out into the balcony and see what animals were in front of our room and then as we were walking down the halls and looking out the windows you could see different animals and from the lobby you could see all these different animals and it just was this really really special touch so I loved staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge Kadani Village the pool area was amazing for kids they had two water slides uh, a little one and a larger one they had a really cool play area with like squirt guns and all these fun water toys water machines for kids and it just was perfect you could also take a small bus from the Kidani village to the Jumbo house there was another pool at the Jumbo house there was a really cool play area that was not open but hopefully when you go it will be open and there was a water slide at that pool too that pool was actually bigger but there was less for smaller children than at the Kidani village at the Kidani village there was quite a bit for kids which was amazing so highly 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 recommend the Animal Kingdom Lodge Kidani village so the way, backtrack. So at Animal Kingdom Lodge, we decided to get a one-room villa. It was the best decision ever. If you can swing it, highly, highly, highly recommend. So our room, you walked in, it actually had a washer and a dryer. It had a small kitchen. It had a living area, a dining table, 
in the living room area there was a couch that pulled out into a bed that's where the kids slept and then we had our own bedroom with bathroom and there was actually two bathrooms so there was a bathroom right when you walked in to the room kind of by the kitchen area and then we had our master bathroom which had a huge shower huge tub it was gorgeous and that worked so well with toddlers because I've said this before I think on travel podcast episodes it is so hard to stay in the same room with your kids <laughs> so this was nice because when the kids were napping we could go into our room or at night like we could put them down and then go lay in our bed and watch tv and chat and not everybody had to be asleep when the kids were were sleeping it also was nice because we were able to order groceries it had a full fridge microwave oven stove dishwasher like I said a washer and dryer so we were able to eat all of our breakfast in our room we had lunches in our room sometimes we had dinner in our room sometimes and it was just really really nice to not have to eat out for every meal that's one of my pet peeves I hate eating out for every meal especially for breakfast when I wake up in the morning last thing I want to do is have to go down to a restaurant to eat and so highly highly recommend the one room villa we got the one room villa with savannah view so if you go on to their website that is the room that we got and we actually got a discount on the room there was like a 30% off discount if you booked between April and July or if you were staying there between April and July so Animal Kingdom Lodge Katani Village one room villa with Savannah view the way we scheduled the parks actually I thought was perfect so we flew in on a Saturday like I said we got to our hotel around three the kids had a chance to swim and then Sunday we did a park Monday we did a park Tuesday we did a rest day where we just let the kids swim at the pool all day Wednesday we did a park Thursday we did a park Friday we did another rest day and then we flew back Saturday I thought it was perfect 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 and I think the order in which we did the parks actually worked out really well too so we did the parks in the order of we did Hollywood Studios first on Sunday then we did Magic Kingdom on Monday then we did a rest day then we did Animal Kingdom on Wednesday, Epcot on Thursday, and then another rest day Friday and flew back Saturday. I planned Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom around the rest day because I thought those were going to be our two busiest days. So I thought it'd be nice to have a rest day after doing Magic Kingdom and a rest day before doing Animal Kingdom because I thought, again, that those were going to be the busiest days. They were the busiest days, but our parks actually, the order in which we loved the parks surprised me so I thought for sure it was going to be like Magic Kingdom was at the top and then Animal Kingdom and then Epcot and Hollywood Studios would be like third and fourth Hollywood Studios which is the first park we went to on Sunday was by was my kids favorite park and I hadn't been there in a long time so I didn't really know what was there but they had this awesome Mickey Mouse ride which was the first ride that we got to go on and the kids absolutely loved it. Then they have this area called Toy Story Land, which is so cute. Again, the kids were absolutely obsessed, and there were some really, really cute rides that they loved in there. 
There is a whole area devoted to Star Wars. I love Star Wars. So while there weren't any rides we could go on, it was just really cool to walk through that area. And there, there weren't a ton of rides for the kids to do, but overall... I would say they loved the rides they did at Hollywood Studios the most. They talked about them the rest of the week. And it was a nice first day because it wasn't jam-packed. Magic Kingdom was obviously a favorite of theirs. There was a lot to do at Magic Kingdom. So we were at Hollywood Studios from about 10 a.m. till 4 p.m. We were at Magic Kingdom from about 9 to 4. So Magic Kingdom was our longest day. We did the most rides at Magic Kingdom. They enjoyed all of the rides. There's a lot to do. Uh, There was a cute princess parade going on. And I mean, hands down, you've got to go to Magic Kingdom. The kids love seeing the the castle and (laughs) they just had a great time there. Animal Kingdom was okay. There's not a ton for the kids to do at Animal Kingdom, Uh, The Dino USA, Dino Land USA, at least when we were there, there wasn't much open. We did do one ride in there. We were able to do a ride in Pandora. It was like the Navi Navi River Journey ride. They enjoyed that. We did the Dino Land USA, uh, like Triceratops. It's like just this spinning ride. We did the It's Tough to Be a Bug show, which uh, my four-year-old loved. My two-and-a-half-year-old did not. There's a lot of loud, startling noises in that show, so just be aware of that if you're taking a younger child. We did – what else did we do there? We did – we ended up having to leave Animal Kingdom – at like 11 because I wasn't feeling the greatest from something I'd eaten the night before. And then we went back around four. So we did like three rides in the morning. And then when we went back, we did, there are some really cool animals that you can see there. There's gorillas. We saw tigers. We saw monkeys. So there's different paths you can walk through to see different animals. The safari was a huge hit. That is one of the most popular things you can do at Animal Kingdom. Everybody loved that, including my husband. And then this River Rapids ride my son loved. That had a 38-inch height requirement, so my daughter wasn't tall enough to go on it, but my son was, and he actually went on it twice. So he loved that. None of the shows were open. The Lion King show was one of my favorite shows. That wasn't running, but overall, Animal Kingdom was fun. Epcot was probably the least favorite of all of the parks for the kids. We really only spent like three hours at Epcot. We went there because Elsa and Anna are at Epcot. So if you're looking to do Frozen themed things, there is a Frozen sing-along at Hollywood Studios. But at Epcot, they have the Frozen ride in Norway. And they also have uh, where you get to actually see Elsa and Anna. So the main thing we did at Epcot was that Frozen ride. We saw Elsa and then we did two other just really short rides, walked around the countries, but Epcot you could easily do in half of the day. So that was the order in which we loved the parks or the order in which the kids loved the parks. I would say Hollywood Studios, then Magic Kingdom, then Animal Kingdom, then Epcot. But if we had to do it all over again, we still would go to all four parks because again at Epcot was frozen and you know toddlers love frozen 
So on top of that, some of the questions that I received were, number one, do you think a stroller is necessary? 100% yes. So we brought our double stroller and it's just a lot of walking, especially with social distancing, the way the lines are set up right now. If you go in the near future, you're doing a lot of walking in lines and that just gets to be a lot for little legs. So it was really nice for the kids to be able to sit in the stroller and give their legs a break. And if we wanted to get somewhere quickly to be able to just push them around, 100% would bring the stroller every single time. So again, COVID is happening right now still at Disney World. So we did have to wear masks the entire time we were there. It didn't matter if we were outside, inside, at the hotel, at the parks, everywhere. You had to have a mask on at all times. But social distancing ended up working in our favor. So because of social distancing and COVID, the parks are actually only operating at 35% capacity right now, which means there's not nearly as many people in them. There are no fast passes right now, so you just have to wait in line. But the longest we waited in line was about 40 minutes. And the way the lines are set up socially distanced you're doing a lot of walking because the lines are longer because you have to be further apart. And so that actually worked out really well with toddlers. We weren't standing still a lot. I think if we had been standing still a lot, it would have been (laughs) a lot more painful with toddlers. But because we were like constantly walking, they were constantly entertained. And so I was actually very grateful for social distancing. I felt very safe there. As I said, they had social distancing. The parks are at 35% capacity. Everyone had to wear masks. They had hand sanitizer everywhere. Everywhere in the bathrooms, they had signs about washing your hands for 20 seconds. I mean, they were on top of it. So I felt very safe there. Uh, In terms of my kids, I've had a couple people say, your trip looked so perfect. And I will describe our trip as perfect. Our trip was perfect. But that does not mean my kids were perfect. <laughs> my kids were not perfect. They There was whining. There were some meltdowns. The last two days were definitely challenging. They had been overstimulated. They were overtired from staying up too late, not having naps some of the days. But overall, they were so good. And we had so much fun. And everything just worked out so beautifully that it ended up being the perfect trip so no my kids did not behave perfectly they had moments when my husband and I were like oh my gosh uh, we're gonna strangle you like stop whining there was a lot of whining some days however it makes you feel a lot better when you walk around the hotel and you see every other parent going through the same thing (laughs) so you are not alone But my kids were not perfect. I would have not expected them to be perfect. But they did so good at the parks. I was so proud of them. They had so much fun at the pools. And it was just such an amazing family vacation. And one that I would highly recommend to anybody. So the last thing is, you know, you go into Disney usually with a plan of like, we're going to do this. And we have to be at this park at this time. And we've got to do these rides. And The first, I would say my husband and I are pretty relaxed. We don't like to have a lot of set plans. 
each night before we went to the park, we looked on this blog and I can include a link to the blog because it was really helpful on the recommended rides for toddlers, which was nice. So we had an idea of what we wanted to do before we would go to each park, but we didn't have anything set in stone. I had an idea, obviously, of, well, I want to get to the park, you know, by 9 a.m. or by 8.30 a.m. And that worked out some of the days. But, you know, one of the days, the day we were at Animal Kingdom, again, we ended up having to leave in the middle of the day. And I remember being disappointed because Animal Kingdom is one of my favorite parks. But it, again, it just ended up working out in our favor because we got to go back to the hotel. The kids got to take a nap, whereas at the first two parks, they did not nap. So they got to take a nap. I got to regroup. We ended up going back at like 4 o'clock. The first two parks, we were done with our day by 4 p.m. With Animal Kingdom, we went back at 4. And it's open till 8. And it was really cool being there later in the day. There were less people because people were leaving to go to dinner. Uh, One of the rides, we didn't have to wait in line at all. So it was one of my son's favorite rides. We got to go on it twice in a row without waiting. Again, there were just less people. It was cool to be there as the sun was going down. And it just was really fun. It was different than being at the parks like in the middle of the day. So that ended up working out in our favor. And then with Epcot, we that doesn't open until 11. And so originally we after we did Animal Kingdom where we didn't we weren't really there until four o'clock. We were like, maybe we'll do that with Epcot. We'll have the kids nap and then we'll go later in the day. There's not a ton we want to do there. Well, then my son was so excited about Frozen that the day came and we were like, okay, well, instead of having the kids swim in the morning and nap and do Epcot in the afternoon, why don't we just go right when it opens at 11? So we attempted to do that and it just did not work out. We got down to the bus to get to Epcot late and so we didn't get on the first bus because it was full and then the kids were really misbehaving and so we ended up turning around and going back to our room and making them take a nap and then we went to Epcot later in the day at like two o'clock and again because there isn't a ton for them to do at Epcot we were only there from about two to five thirty and then we came back and it ended up working out perfectly if we had tried to go at 11 the kids would have been horrible they were overtired they needed naps and so throughout the whole week my saying my affirmation that I kept reciting to myself is everything is always working in my favor everything is always working in my favor if something didn't go as planned I just let it go because I knew everything was always working in my favor and it always turned out better than I had planned so I urge you when you go to Disney World Have a plan, but be flexible. Don't be so rigid in your plan that if it doesn't go exactly that way, it upsets you because it could go better. You never know. The plan failing or you having to switch things up could make it even better. And I would go into it with that mentality. So that is my recap of disney for you guys if you guys have any questions please feel free to shoot me a message on instagram i'm happy to answer any of your questions about do i need this do i need that do you recommend this do you recommend that anything i will give you my two cents on it um i felt like we went actually at the perfect time so we had originally scheduled this trip for january and we had to cancel 
in January, if we would have gone, it would have been 60. So we went to, it would have been a lot colder and we wouldn't have been able to swim. When we were there, it was mostly mid 80s, sunny. It only rained one day we were there. I mean, the weather was perfect. This week there, it's low 90s to mid 90s. That would have been really hot. So I feel like April is a really good month to go. Um, and yeah, those those really are my tips for Disney. I hope you guys, I hope this was helpful. I hope this was helpful to you. I always know I love to hear other people's tips from when they travel to places like this. So again, if you have any questions, shoot them to me on Instagram. My handle is Lauren underscore Francois. And I hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you at our next episode. Okay, mama, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, please subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave me a review. Leaving a review is so simple. I didn't know how to do it either, so I'm going to walk you through it. All you have to do is whatever app you're listening to this podcast in, find my show, scroll to the bottom, you'll see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a rating and review. I love you so much for taking the time to do this, and each week I'll be sharing a review of the week because I want to shout you guys out. In all honesty, the reviews are what help this podcast get into the hands of other new mamas. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.